Hi, and welcome back to the Dropout Journey podcast. My name is Tavi Venzen. In this podcast, I speak with creative and inspiring people about their journey and hope to help you find your own unique path. Today, I'm here with Michael Hunlimon. Michael is a digital nomad and is also the founder of Michael H. Web Design. In this episode, we talk about why Michael decided to become a digital nomad, what common misconceptions people have about them, and what the reality really is like. Well, Michael, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Starting out, maybe just give a bit of info on who you are, what you do, what you're all about. <laughs> yeah, as you already said, my name is Michael, and I uh, grew up in Kloten, which is actually where Zurich Airport is located. Okay. And uh, yeah, I used to work at the web agency in a project management field uh, for four years, and then recently I transitioned into my self-employment, and I'm basically doing web design now mm-hmm. with, with, uh, with WordPress, the CMS, and uh, search engine optimization is like the focus. I yeah, have. yeah. Has it always been clear to you that you kind of wanted to go in the field of web web design? Um, not that much, I think. I was like pretty much when I was working for the web agency, it was kind of clear to me that I want to be in that field because I mm-hmm. really felt interested in that. But then like the the education I did was actually more into like programming and developing stuff. Mm-hmm. But there I feel more and more frustrating um, after a couple couple months um, mm-hmm. searching for, for bugs, you know, and searching for, for errors in, in code. Because mm-hmm. um, if you fix something as a developer and then somebody tests it and then the customer gets it and then, you know, there's there's another bug coming up and then you fix that. Yeah. One, so it's yeah. never actually done. <laughs> so I felt quite frustrated with that. And then I, I felt, well, let's just let's just try the project management thing thing because mm-hmm. um, the company who I was working for uh, before the web agency um, was actually more into like testing that's what I was doing so I was yeah I was doing software testing every day and pretty much every day very similar stuff so I felt like that's not as challenging as I wish it to be yeah and then and then I thought yeah let's go to project management because I'm then in this position, I'm more, I'm more um, um, kind of like able to to connect developers and the clients. So I'm yeah. like in the middle of them, uh-huh. and I have to be um, able to communicate and, and stuff like that. And I felt like that's more interesting to me, and more also challenging, and motivating, um, yeah. connecting people and communicating with different yeah. different fields and uh-huh. stuff. Um, so yeah, I felt I felt more vo- motivated to to do that, and that, cool. that, that's why it, I changed it. Exactly, and then. Um when did that whole phase start of then becoming independent and becoming a digital nomad, which you now are? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, basically, um, I started working for this web agency in 2014. Mm-hmm. So not that, like, just five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I felt I was working for them pretty much two years, mm-hmm. uh, so till 2016. Uh, where suddenly I still had a Facebook account back then. I don't have it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we might might talk about that later. As okay. Well. Um, so I don't. So I was just scrolling randomly on a random day. I was just scrolling through my through my timeline and, mm-hmm. and saw this saw this kind of like event that a f- Facebook friend of mine was was interested in, and it had this like pretty to me um, fancy title called Six Years of Traveling the World, mm-hmm. um, the fanciest or the, the most crazy gap in your CV. Yeah. I was like gap in your CV. How is that? How is that possible? Yeah. There's not really yeah. a thing. If you do something, there's not. It's not the gap. It's just like if if you're not working, uh, like 
in an office or something doesn't mean it's a gap, right? You're mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. maybe doing something else, something you you you're passionate about or whatever. So yeah. so this really really catched catched my uh, catch my eye, and then I attended this, and it was actually um, a speech of a German guy in in Zurich in, at yeah. Volkshaus, and uh, probably like two or three hundred other people attended, and oh, wow. he was talking for three hours, and to me it it appealed being fifteen minutes. So he was talking, oh, wow. and it was basically. Um, you know, telling about his um, his his world traveling and also a little bit. It was mainly about traveling and uh, about what he experienced during mm -hmm. these six years. Um, but it was also um, telling about about working somewhere else, not mm -hmm. not in Germany in his in his in his uh, case. So so I was like, well, why why do I not try that? And that was yeah. like, I, I went home after this this evening. I went home to to and I told my my shared flatmates uh, yeah. immediately about this. And and I, I actually I actually met her a couple of months ago again. And 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 you know just recapitalized that as well. Yeah. Um, or once again, I should say. Um, and she was like, "Well, you were so happy and so excited about this evening, and you were like changed, kind of like yeah. you changed your mind totally." Wow. And um, yeah, that was really ins inspiring to me. And um, after this, I actually. Uh, went back to my boss and asked, "Well, um, can I can I try to just do an unpaid vacation?" So in in February, March, and April 2017, I did an unpaid vacation for three months. Uh -huh. um, well, that was also like almost half a year after after I attended this speech, right? So it took me quite a lot of time to think about what should I do. Yeah. Um, do you really? Do I really want to be in the office from like let's say in my case it was. I was always the first one in the office okay. in the morning and okay. pretty much the last one to leave. So 7.30 till 5.30 or something yeah, in the wow. evening. And I was like, well, after this speech, I, I probably want to change something in that because it, mm -hmm. it might be too, too um, like the same, the same habit every day. I go to work, I work, I go home, I eat something, I go to sleep, and this, that's repeat, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to change that. And uh, I did this unpaid vacation so in, in Southeast Asia. That uh -huh. was without work at all. I just I just traveled. I, did, I grabbed my backpack, and I uh, went from hostel to hostel. Yeah. And I was in like it was three months in total, and I was in Vietnam first for like three weeks, wow. and then went over to Thailand in the north. Uh -huh. Did some crazy outdoor stuff that you do there, and um, went over to Laos, which is also very nice to travel. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, like you, you do like you're not only I was not only traveling by bus and train there. Mm -hmm. There was also like speedboats because there is uh, like big rivers, mm -hmm. and you can just grab your backpack oh, and nice. be on the speedboat for like two days. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty cool. And then I also went to Myanmar for like mm -hmm. three weeks, which is also quite exciting because it was you know like not possible to be to be there as a tourist 15 years ago because it uh -huh. was quite yeah. Um, I don't know, restricted. And then over to Bali. And after this three months, I went back and uh, started my work again in April 2017. Wow. And uh, I felt like, well, this was a nice thing. And it totally changed myself. I, I was mm -hmm. not working during these three months. I was just taking my time off, kind of like a sabbatical for, for a youngster as me, I guess. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, but I felt, why why does, ha that, does that have to be time restricted? And why... Why is that only for three months? I can also do that permanently, right? Yeah. So it took me another um, half a year, a year mo almost. Um, and then in September 2017, I attended this so-called Nomad Cruise, uh -huh. uh, which is basically a conference on a cruise ship okay. for nomads already or, or like digital nomads. I should say that maybe probably digital nomads, for those who don't know, are people who are working remotely mm -hmm. or 
pretty much location independent, right? So yeah, exactly. as I can as I can speak for myself, um, I don't have an office. I don't have a, a fixed um, income, for example. I don't have a fixed uh, flat to live. I change my my where I live like every couple months and so on. Nice. So <laughs> I was at this conference and it was it was quite interesting um, to attend so many speeches and and talks from mm -hmm. other people, and one of them really catched catched my my thing and uh, and it was a Dutch guy uh, telling about about WordPress and search engine optimization. So I attended mm -hmm. this talk with like twenty other people and he he was he was he was talking about that, and I felt like. It's not very t Swiss typical this thought, but I felt like, well, I can do better. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> it's probably more an American thing. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> so I thought, yeah, I can do better because also, also after his talk, people were asking questions, and I felt like I can answer them, mm -hmm. and I also helped him to answer them, and so on. Okay. Um, so after this, I thought, let's just let's just try to to be self-employed. And right after cool. this, in October 2017, I founded my own company, mm -hmm. um, like a solopreneurship. Yeah. But in parallel, I was still working for this web agency, right? So I yeah. had like I was I was reducing like I was reducing from t I was just working three days per week for them. So then right? 60 percent. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 60 percent for them. So I had I still had a fixed income. Yeah. Which is quite comfortable for me because I knew that if I f if I found my uh, my own company mm -hmm. it's not going to be i'm not going to have a revenue of like you know multiple thousand swiss francs yeah, from course, day one right because yeah. i don't have any clients i don't have a website by myself uh -huh. and stuff like that nobody knows me and the competition is quite quite high as well so mm -hmm. and uh, i did that for half a year till march 2018 and then march 2018 i felt like i was also already able to work remotely for this company so mm -hmm. this company was also quite flexible and I worked from uh, Portugal and Spain mainly, and also cool. South Africa during that time. Cool, which is also quite nice. But still, I was I was kind of like a little bit restricted in that area mm -hmm. of of being online during Swiss business hours, yeah. right? So I could not do be like totally flexible and say, oh, um, yeah, I want to work only in the morning and then in the afternoon I'm 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 off or something like that. Uh, but it was a very, very good thing, and I would totally recommend this to everyone to not going like from hundred to yeah, zero when you when you transition from, course, yeah. from like being employed to self-employment. Uh -huh. um, so having having a fixed income during the transition is is definitely uh, worth. So so I did that, and then I thought, well, this could be really really cool because um, I in March two thousand eighteen I just thought. I want to do the self-employment or my own thing uh -huh. for 100%. So I quit it by March 2018. And from yeah. April, like actually the 1st of April, which is kind of like a joke day here. <laughs> know, um, 1st of April is always is always a special yeah. day for me as also, as also in uh, in 2017. I was I was on that unpaid vacation. Um, mm -hmm. So by or since for April 1st, 2018, I'm I'm 100% self-employed, which, awesome. which I'm quite proud of. And that was like the beginning of of what I'm what I'm doing now basically. Mm -hmm. yeah. So then yeah, especially last year now you're just traveling a lot, working mm -hmm. remotely. I'm kind of interested. What which countries were you in during that period? Yeah. So <laughs> so yeah, I kind of I kind of like uh, used uh, so-called my freedom quite quite a bit. Okay. So I was like, well, I'm I'm like totally free, right? Mm -hmm. So 
do I really have to be in Switzerland during the whole time or maybe should I travel? And I'm actually quite passionate about traveling as well mm -hmm. and learning about new cultures and stuff. So I'm not probably the typical vacation maker that people, you know, people go to a place for two or three weeks, yeah. stay there in a hotel and go to, go to the beach or whatever yeah. and, and go back. And uh, that's for me, that's vacation for me. I like, but I like to travel, uh -huh. which is, which is in my opinion, quite different. Because you you know um, you you get to know the people you get to know their cultures you see mm -hmm. you see different places and you travel from country to country mm -hmm. and and my goal was always to stay at least um, three or at least one month at the exact same mm -hmm. place um, so I was actually able to to do a lot of different stuff that most people don't do because they don't have the time because they feel like stressed and yeah. want to go to other yeah. places as well. And that's the, the last thing I want to have, like mm -hmm. stress <laughs> in this in this in this kind of thing, especially if I'm combining it with with my work. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So back coming back to the destinations, um, the first destination actually in right in April 2018 was was Morocco. Yeah. Because a friend of mine is actually still living there. And oh, cool. With her with her partner and they are uh, renting out the apartments there, which mm -hmm. is perfect for me because <laughs> I, I could have one of one of her uh, apartments um, in, in Tessa, uh, Esawira, it's called actually it's mm -hmm. right at the coast in morocco uh, i was there for almost one month and uh, i worked from the apartment because it has wi-fi in the apartment which is obviously quite important for me yeah of course. and besides the laptop <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah i worked for that from there and then uh, if i felt like well let's just do something else i tried kite surfing for example nice. or i was just at the beach or we did we did like quad biking in the, mm -hmm. in the sand dunes and stuff like that mm -hmm. so just some 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 other stuff to um to relax and to kind of like balance myself a little bit mm -hmm. and yeah and then in may 2018 that was also that was one of the highlights so far i would say mm -hmm. especially if the internet connection was not not that good during that time i did the trans-siberian railway with a friend of mine oh, nice. so we started nice. that was also for 26 days in total i think wow and we started in moscow russia and went uh -huh. over throughout like through the whole siberia till like the lake like baikal i think it's called like the yeah. deepest lake mm -hmm. in, in mm -hmm. on earth um and then stayed stayed in this in these cities uh in, for example in, in yekaterinburg for always like two uh -huh. or three nights uh -huh. and then went to the train again and awesome. you know went to yeah. the, the, the other destination and then over to mongolia and then into China, and mm -hmm. then it ended up in, in Beijing. Wow. Yeah, and then after this trip, um, that was in yeah May, I said. Uh, I went over to Bolivia, actually. So, oh, of wow. course, yeah. I was I was coming back to, to Switzerland after pretty much every trip. Uh -huh. um, so I went over to Bolivia in, in July mm -hmm. uh, last year. Um, and when was there with a, with a group of other travelers, mainly mainly Americans. Um, yeah. There was probably, I think, one or two other appear, uh, Europeans. And we were like one hour away from from La Paz, the, the capital there, um, mm -hmm. at like I don't know three thousand five hundred meters above sea level. Wow! Which is like I don't know, I think eleven thousand feet or something. I guess something around there. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> so yeah, and then that was super peaceful up there, and wow. we had like two houses there, and and uh, yeah, and then as I was already in South America back then, um, I went over to Medellin in Colombia mm -hmm. and stayed in a hostel there for also exactly. Pretty much exactly one month, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I was. Uh, that they had a co-working space uh, similar as we have here in, at Finger. Exactly. Um, at, uh, at 
at this hostel I was as well. Okay, cool. But yeah. I actually um, was was a little bit weird. I had to pay it extra to just use the co-working space, even if I if I had a single room in there. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, let's just go to cafes and work from there. So yeah, and then uh, yeah, and, and that's what I what I mentioned briefly before in October 2018. I quit my Facebook account because mm -hmm. I've just thought. Well, it's just, it's similar in, uh, like compared to real life. I felt like it's always comparing and being yeah, better and stuff yeah. like that. So I was like, I don't need it anymore. I just, I just want to focus on, on real life and That's real awesome, and yeah. meeting like people in real life and, and face to face and talk to them and not, and not just chatting over, over, over my laptop and over yeah, internet because yeah. it's so impersonal. And I also felt like it was interesting. Um, after I quit that, that thing, um, I was that was also um, quite quite tough to me um, to believe, mm -hmm. but I felt like less le like a lot less people were in contact with me after I did that because okay. they felt like well how can we reach you now like you're are you out of the world or something? <laughs> <laughs> so I told them yeah you can you can call me if uh -huh. I'm here or like if, if I'm in Switzerland or you can write me uh, like a text message. Yeah. But I felt like people people just don't want to do that because it it seems to me that it's just not fast enough for some reason or it maybe okay. takes too much effort for them. But I felt like wow. a lot like after that I I kind of like realized who are my real friends <laughs> who are uh -huh. just yeah, I mean. just you know like Facebook friends that you can like click on my contact send me a message yeah um anyway and then um i went back to switzerland for um the beginning of winter and then january till march this year mm -hmm. i went over to new zealand for three months yeah i was also already there three years ago in january 16 with a friend of mine but just for three weeks uh -huh. and this time i wanted to I, i'm always checking um for each country how long can i stay there with just a normal tourist visa Right. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So, for example, New Zealand, if you have the Swiss passport, it's quite easy. And I stayed there, I think, 86 or 87 days in total. Yeah. Some people, not all, all of them, obviously, but some people go there for like three weeks and want to see New Zealand has, has two islands and mm -hmm. want to see both islands, for example. And it's just very, very rushed. And we, when we were there three years ago, we were there for three weeks and just did one island. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought, yeah, let's just do the maximum for me, which was, yeah, like the maximum period, um, three months almost. And I, I wanted to see both islands and just experience this country and, you know, get to know the Maoris a little bit and mm -hmm, just, you mm -hmm. know, dig into like their culture a little bit. And that was really, really nice because I uh, experienced it was not that good, to be honest, um, to work because um, okay. there is not that much um, co-working and other stuff going on um, there. So I, I mainly work. I I bought a, a van for myself for six weeks. So just for half of that time I was yeah, there. Yeah. And then I worked from within this van but that's not like you cannot i cannot do that or i never did it actually for like i don't know a couple of hours in a row because it's just not that comfortable and yeah. it's not like mm -hmm. proper workspace and whatever um but yeah the i was i was there actually mainly for 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 nature and for the for the experience mm -hmm. and for traveling mm -hmm. and i did i did work um besides that obviously but not as much as I was in uh, Buenos Aires just before that. Mm -hmm. um, I was, for example, Buenos Aires, I was there for three weeks, just in the city, and I pretty much worked every day. And New Zealand, so uh -huh. I did not see that much from the city there, but New Zealand was just totally different because I thought if I go there, I want to see as much as possible. Um, so yeah, and then um, quite quite a break after, after coming back from New Zealand in March, I went over to Frauenfeld in the eastern part. You probably know it. Yep, yep. <laughs> Switzerland. <laughs> and yeah, I thought, what is what is the best way for me to live here without spending too much money? Just you know, like to to have like 
low cost of living. Yeah, I mean, and Switzerland is expensive. Exactly, so, yeah. it's expensive, especially if you own flat or something. Yeah. So I was like, well, let's just try to find a shared flat with other mm -hmm. people, mm -hmm. maybe one or two. So I found something in Frauenfeld and just was living there for three months. It nice. was quite nice and really pretty peaceful. Um, they also had a co-working space there, so that was good. And then, and then after I went to um, to the Swiss mountains, actually to uh, to Graubünden for a month, mm -hmm. and uh, I took my mountain bike up there. So I usually uh, went I, like my day was there also um, either doing a little mountain bike tour in the in the morning. Uh -huh. So I was like, just like you know totally wo woke up after uh -huh. that, and then and then work afterwards, or just work in the morning, and then depending on the weather doing a little tour in the afternoon awesome. which was really fulfilling to me mm -hmm. and i really liked that and um yeah and then after july i actually moved temporarily i guess over over here to burn um one thing i was really interested just to kind of get your perspective on was how did you kind of build up the courage to make a decision like that to transfer to become a digital nomad i can imagine that wasn't an easy choice to make um, actually, it was quite easy. Well, actually, after after quitting my job at the web agency, I just felt like, let's just do it. Because I was, I was obviously telling about this, my plan. Mm -hmm. um, I was talking with my family and my brother and, and other people about it. And pretty much all of them were like, are you sure about this? Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> do you think the money is going to be enough? It's yeah. always about money, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like... Just, just go away from this thought and 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 uh, think of of learning something new. And I just, I just really wanted to try. And I felt like, what can I lose? And there was, there was not yeah, much coming yeah. in my mind. So I was like, um, I just, I just wanted to try it. And and I felt like I can not lose anything. So and if awesome. it fails, there's not really a fail. So it's a learning process, right? It's a great way to look at it. Um, what I was also interested in asking was, are there any common misconceptions about uh <laughs> digital nomads like i think there are several definitely people out there who think digital nomads are just people who travel the world and write a few emails a day <laughs> totally is that, is that the that's exactly the case <laughs> yeah that's exactly the misconception what is it actually like what is the reality <laughs> the reality is that that people think that I'm just traveling and doing nothing, right? So yeah. um, <laughs> if, 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 you, if you tell them, I don't have an office, I don't have fixed hours, I work flexible, I work sometimes in a cafe, sometimes in a co-working space, sometimes at home, mm -hmm. then people just don't understand that. And that's yeah. just not the reality. The reality is um, that I that I am flexible, that's mm -hmm. for sure, because my goal is to have a, a, um, a high quality of life. Mm -hmm. And... Um, Sometimes, um, obviously, depending on how much how much I have to do, um, depending um, how much clients I have and how much work there's there mm -hmm. is in stack, I work more and sometimes I work less. Mm -hmm. Can you give any advice to anybody who possibly wants to make a transition in something similar to what you're doing? Yeah, um, I would say the most important thing is to just start small, to do like small steps, steps, and. Um, Maybe just, you know, if you're still hired, um, just to go like to a coffee or ask your employer if it's going to be po it's gonna possible to work from anywhere mm -hmm. um, and not from from the office itself. So yeah. the typical thing nowadays is home office. Right. Mm -hmm. But then you can also try to to work from a cafe, as I've mentioned, or from just somewhere else where there's Internet. And then you just you just try that one day or maybe a week in a row. And then you I think 
um, you can you can judge pretty fast or pretty yeah pretty quickly if if that's gonna appeal to you and if it, if that's something you're like mm -hmm. or if you feel like well if I'm working somewhere and there are no other colleagues there from my company you mm -hmm. feel lonely or something yeah so I feel like just yeah if you start with small steps and then going from there if you like it then that's a pretty good approach mm -hmm. cool well uh, yeah. Michael, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you so much. If anybody wants to find you, maybe, or hire you, oh, yeah. where can they find you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the easiest is if you just go to my website. Yeah. And that's michaelh.ch. Perfect. Pretty easy. Well, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. You're very and welcome. Thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, it would mean a lot if you considered subscribing or following on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to The Dropout Journey. And I hope you'll tune in in two weeks again for another episode.